0: If you could describe wellness in one word, phrase, or mantra, what would it be?
1: Choose love and intention in everything that you do and make sure that it's for you.
0: Welcome to Quest, A Journey to Wellness. On this podcast, you'll hear stories from queer folks and allies who've taken their happiness and well being into their own hands by examining what they have found helpful along the way. My name is V aka Vanessa. I'm a two-spirit human, joy influencer, energy worker, and a dad Joe connoisseur. <laughs> All pronouns accepted.
2: My name is Cory. My pronouns are he, him, they, them. I'm a transmasc and digi-queer human. I love getting lost in nature, taking too many psychedelics, and anything reckless, really. <laughs> We hope this podcast brings you joy where you'll learn, laugh, heal, and grow.
0: What's up, Queer Kittens? Welcome back and welcome if you've never been and also welcome if you're not queer. What's up, core? How you doing? Today's topic made me want to say a little joke <laughs> saying that I heard that you're a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) One of my favorite topics, fungus, fungi, fungi, however you want to say it, fungi. There's like eight different ways. Yeah, I'm excited to get into mycelium and mushrooms, specifically in the fungus family.
0: Which is super crazy because... Everybody's been asking me about if I've seen this show called The Last of Us, and I've, I'm I'm very like everybody's doing it, so I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> but Rafi ended up like getting me, and for those of you that don't know Rafi, that's my partner. She got me watching it, and it has to do with mycelium like taking over the world, and I'm just like my mind is blown.
2: <laughs> I had my my feelings about the show, so I didn't watch it, and then my. Uh... Best Friend came over and forced me to watch it under duress. So I I heard some of it, but it was like mostly doom scrolling through it. I think my only hang up with it is, yes, I think mycelium will take over the world. I, it already has in a lot of ways. I think we're just learning how to utilize it more. But the show specifically, I don't know. I'm afraid that it's going to push propaganda Oh, into, for sure. Uh, communities that don't understand what mushrooms are, and there is some truth to the premise of it, which is you know, cordyceps have this effect on ants, specifically only ants, where it goes in and it uh, kind of takes over their body and and turns them into like these little zombie creatures that help spread more cordyceps. But it happening to people, cordyceps specifically is. That's not going to do it. And uh, and so for me, it's a little bit of a propaganda scare tactic. But I hope everybody will take the time and, uh, and learn a little bit about mushrooms with us in this episode so that they're not so scared of it.
0: That's what I was thinking, too, because I was just like, man, if mushrooms really did take over the world, there's more good than there are bad mushrooms that I'm like, people are not going to get violent and want to eat each other. It's just the craziness of it all. Yeah. I was like, man, and they're just trying to scare us because mushrooms. Oh, is, totally. Yeah, because mushrooms are starting to get into mainstream media of like healing and right. you know the benefits of it. Because everybody thinks mushrooms, they think of psychedelics when they forget they have mushrooms on their pizza or
2: something, you know? Exactly. There's so many functional and gourmet mushrooms that we can, that are in the world that aren't psychoactive exactly let's enjoy all the spectrum of mushroom yes
0: that needs to be on a t-shirt
2: yeah (laughs) i'm on the mushroom spectrum (laughs) exactly right
0: yeah like the whole thing with uh how to change your mind like that i think coming out on netflix and such like a huge platform that it's able to reach so many people I feel like it totally. was kind of like, oh shit! Everyone's not scared of mushrooms anymore because of Netflix, HBO. Let's make them scared again.
2: Yeah, well, I haven't, I, I haven't seen the uh, How to Change Your Mind, but I love Michael Pollan. Uh, all of his research and books and stuff is all of it's amazing. But I, I'm gonna eventually get around to watching that.
0: Yeah, you should. How to they, Change Your Mind. Yeah, they, they got a yeah. lot of stuff with Terrence McKenna in there too. And for those of you all that are yeah. wondering who the heck both of these people are, Google them. Do your research, or we'll put a link in the show yeah, notes. You'll Maybe definitely we'll be to know nice. who they are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I hope people can take away some knowledge from this episode that helps them not have a uh, what is it, mycophobia. Don't create a fear. Don't create a mycophobia fear. By watching the show. I guess that's redundant because phobia is a fear. Don't get mycophobia. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But
0: this topic is, there's just so much information that we had to split this up into two episodes. So this one will get more into the functional part of mushrooms. And in our next episode, we'll talk a little bit more about psychedelics and, you know, just debunking the stigma that surrounds psychedelics. We hope you love this and we're going to be bringing on our executive producer, Stevie Kwa, and your business partner for Canoco
2: Chocolates. And our guest. Yay! (laughs) Be our guest. Be
0: our guest. And in this episode, everyone is also going to learn our top five uses of mushrooms
2: that will blow your mind. Just wee, 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 wee. And also any, uh, any mentions of psychedelic uh, anthogenic usage, hallucinogenic usage in here is not condoned. It's just for funny ha-has. Don't go out and do them. We're not encouraging that.
0: But we're also educating you that <laughs> if you do decide to, <laughs> you know, how to do it's it y- safely. On, it's
2: on you. It's on you.
0: Definitely.
2: Yeah, yeah, we are not condoning this, but you do you. Right, but it's do fun. it safely. Without further ado, let's jump in.
1: My name is Stevie Kwah. I am the co-founder of Kanoka Chocolates and also executive produced this show that you guys enjoy. I love tigers. I love mushrooms. Born and raised in San Francisco.
0: Can we ask your pronouns?
1: Just like you, all accepted.
0: E. So, I've always wondered how you and Corey met. Because y'all are best friends, business partners. Well, it's a
1: very, very beautiful story. And I, I think that the dynamic kind of is very much the same today. I was out at a club, Bo in the Castro, and this very charming and attractive individual walks up to me in his underwear while I'm working on my (laughs) phone. And...
2: (laughs) I was also working. I was go-go dancing. I wasn't just there in my underwear. I mean, I was getting there. (laughs) I mean, don't put it past me, but yeah. I was
1: getting there, but, you know, I, I think the thing about Corey and I is that we're definitely workaholics, but we also really love what we do. And Corey walks up to me and he says, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm building an order. And he's like, an order for what? And I was like, well, I work in the cannabis industry and he says, me too. And I'm like, wow, well, let's find a way to make money. Let's do this, you know? (laughs) And we just like instantly fell in love. Like, you know, you can meet someone and you vibe with them and you can't really put it into words why you feel this connection, but I just knew. I mean, for me, anyways, I rarely have love <laughs> at first sight, but I'm pretty sure with Corey, it was definitely love <laughs> at first sight.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> like, there was, just, there was just something that we, we already knew we were going to be business partners long term, like, from the get-go. <laughs> I actually had an office by myself, and so Stevie would come over and, to my office, and we would just sit there and do our work and talk about weed. And it was really fun to talk about medicine and work with medicine. And that's
1: just kind of one of the great things about cannabis where, you know, it it takes this holistic approach. And so I think that that's intertwined in that industry and those in that industry taking an interest in wellness as well, health and wellness.
0: And both of you have very magnetic personalities that are also healing. So you being (laughs) healers by being who you are and also like working with medicine, it was super awesome.
1: Right. It's like, how do you deny that? And I will say we never completed that order.
2: (laughs) 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 To this day. (laughs) To this day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To this day, we never completed that order. But for anyone out there, I will say the one thing that Corey and I have been so great at is that we just keep trying and sometimes we're successful Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't happen but we just keep pushing and we keep trying
0: yeah speaking of Uh, that y'all started a business together right that's right yeah it's called kanoko
1: chocolates kanoko meaning mushrooms
0: in what language
1: japanese so the idea behind it is to have people take in the benefits of certain mushrooms in a tasty treat.
2: So we do mushroom chocolates and it kind of came to us as we were eating psychedelic (laughs) mushrooms (laughs) and realizing the benefits of psychedelic mushrooms and seeing a growing trend. There was a couple brands already at this time, and this was about three years ago, that had mushrooms in their products and so we we knew coming from cannabis we could see a new industry coming we sat in my backyard during the pandemic and we took mushrooms often and we would come up with business plans and map out how we were going to do everything and we we grew a, a deep deep love for mushrooms, all mushrooms, the psychoactive and the non-psychoactive mushrooms. And so, yeah, we came up with a couple of blends. We bought so many so mushrooms. So many mushrooms. I still probably have, <laughs> I still probably have like 10 or 13 different types of mushrooms like ground up in my kitchen.
1: That we're still but, trying to get through yeah. three years later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
2: We actually started making tinctures at first. We made tinctures before the chocolates, and then uh, we we drifted into the chocolates. But and then
0: what mushrooms did you guys uh, end up landing on to start manufacturing or distributing or both? Well, our our
1: first blend is called Clarity, and that combines lion's mane and cordyceps and what the point of basically each blend is very intentional we want people to choose these blends based off their next activity or what their intention is so we have blends like rejuvenate which is good for basically like anti-aging properties and things like that. But our first blend that we launched is Clarity, which includes Lion's Mane and Cordyceps.
0: Tell me a little bit more about Lion's Mane and Cordyceps, because I'm over here like, duh, wait a minute. I have an idea, a rough idea, but I'm not 100% sure. I think with Clarity,
1: one of our goals when we were talking about it was that we wanted people to wake up. Eat the clarity blend and feel prepared for the day. So lion's mane is good for focus, and cordyceps is good as far as bringing energy to the muscles. But it's also really good if you're like as a pre-workout because the chocolate will give you a little bit of caffeine. The lion's mane will help you focus, and cordyceps, like I said, is really good for muscle recovery.
2: So ATP is like a little molecule that like helps generate energy in your body. So it like feeds a lot of cells. It like feeds your body to keep going so it's an energy nice.
0: boost. nice i should start taking some of these before work. yeah
2: yeah like like stevie was saying you have the cacao which is a medicine in and of itself right which has caffeine and that's a boost and then the cordyceps is a is another energy boost and the lion's mane is a uh, cognitive clarity kind of like focus
1: hmm
0: that'd be good. And me working late nights in the bar, sometimes I'd be forgetting people's orders. So I think this might help me out now that I've stopped (laughs) drinking. Yeah,
2: exactly. Not that drinking would have helped you. (laughs) it
0: was weird. I think that's when I realized I was becoming kind of reliant on alcohol because it got to a certain point where I was like, I need tequila. I can't remember people's orders. I can't stay awake. Like it helped me like stay on task and like, move quicker with an ease, have more patience with inpatient people, like, it just helped a lot. So going back, trying to be sober, having those same things, you know, having healthier ways of doing it.
2: Yeah, tequila is actually a, a vascular dilator. So it helps bring oxygen into your muscles and relaxes. You, oh, it so. worked probably helped with that <laughs> <laughs> oh it made you relax <laughs> it just flowed like muscle memory yeah. you know that's cute
0: trying to get away from caffeine too and you said that there's caffeine in there and because i have high blood pressure so caffeine and me are big no-no so i think that this
2: well it's caffeine from the
0: yeah chocolate. which is okay which what more so like yeah. well, so like, it, uh, red bulls and stuff like that i gotta stay away from. So this sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. I'll have to get some from y'all.
2: Totally. Like if you, if you can eat chocolate, you know, it, be aware if you're diabetic or something or caffeine is not your thing, but chocolate does have caffeine. We use a dark chocolate. So it just gives you a little boost, a little clarity. I like taking them kind of around. So I grew up and I didn't eat sugar before noon. So around noontime, I like to pop them and it's a cute little treat especially because i love chocolate so much so it was kind of all a passion project for us like i love chocolate and mushrooms stevie loves mushrooms stevie found a yeah, love for exactly chocolate. <laughs> that's why i'm kind of like smiling
1: because honestly i mean i didn't really like chocolate before this and then i started trying different chocolates better chocolates i started learning about chocolates I tend to go down these rabbit holes and get a little like obsessive when it comes to new projects. I gained a deeper appreciation for chocolate and now I want to try all the chocolates.
2: <laughs> 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 <Which is laughs> we could do a whole other show on just yeah, chocolate totally. too and the, the benefits of that. To circle back about our, how we really started to fall in love with mushrooms is when we we're looking them all up. They they all have so many different benefits and such unique benefits. Like not all of them help with the same thing, right? Like some of them do completely other other things. One of them, I think it was blase. I can't remember it, but it's known to help with like regulating blood sugar. Like that's crazy. So we got to we got to learn a lot about a bunch of different mushrooms. Uh, we hand selected a few, and it. We wanted to keep it simple, and and I think we nailed it. it I yeah, I think so too. It's simple. It's yummy, and it'll get your your day yeah. going. Pump some fire in your ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and speaking speaking about all these uh, benefits, we uh, told people at the beginning we would let them know some top five uses.
1: This would be our top five uses, which one is micro remediation. And this is a, a method in which fungus is used to clean up contaminated soil sites or remedial treatment into that construction zone or anything like that. And one thing that's really cool kind of fun fact is that, do you guys know about Chernobyl? Basically like the nuclear plant meltdown and how like that affected the um, environment around, so it made it uninhabitable because of yeah. all the radiation.
0: Yeah, so crazy. scientists
1: had discovered a fungus feeding on radiation,
0: which Whoa. I think is really cool,
1: and how that might be applied in the future for maybe like space colonies or just in general how we how they can utilize that. Wow, yeah, it's wild, right? To think about that. Another really cool thing is like building materials, um, the mycelium, which is basically the root of the mushroom. And like, also side note, you should probably look more into mycelium because it's really fascinating. It's not just like roots, but it is a network. And it's just the concept of mycelium is just so beautiful. Creating that network for plants to talk and trade resources like that's really beautiful but you can also use that mycelium to make building materials Um, number three for me would be alternative fabrics like mushroom leather Um, i've come across some pretty nice mushroom leather (laughs) Yeah. and also um, number four just basically like you know historically mushrooms have been used in health uh, through so many different cultures and so many different backgrounds, uh, Greece, East, uh, Eastern medicine. It's, uh, it's just kind of crazy that just now, Western medicine is like finally accepting that these mushrooms might have health benefits for us. Um, and number five is religious practices and spiritual journeys, which were used around the world Um, and made popular, or I guess you could say one of the more popular um, stories is Maria Sabina, who is uh, basically like that story kind of hit the mainstream media brought by Watson, George Watson, I believe his name was. And it just made it really popular. She was actually pretty upset that he had um advertised and made public and took photos of her but
2: what was she doing she was a mushroom healer and she would do, do ceremonies with people around town use, utilizing mushrooms as like wow. spiritual cleansing and things like that so she yeah. used she used it as like part of a spiritual practice and religion and then uh i call him white guy came in and <laughs> yeah. and uh documented her whole process learned about mushrooms and 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 like hallucinogenic psychoactive mushrooms through her then went back and said oh there's mushrooms that contain compounds that that have hallucinogenic like effects and then he wrote a book about it and then in the 50s and then come like you know 70s it was really popular and uh because of the psychedelic movement and people like uh, Janis Joplin, uh, Jimi Hendrix, they all actually went down and made voyages in, to Mexico to go visit her and have journeys and, and ceremony with her. Oh, sick. So she was Mexican.
0: Yeah. Woo woo. <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
1: That's right. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I can't remember the town she was from, but we'll figure it out. So just, just, we could pull it up somewhere. Yeah. And then also I
0: realized I think you might have skip number two.
1: So, actually, it is. it just helps in the conversion of hydrogen to ethanol. So, it's a very co- highly efficient and cost-efficient way of converting uh, H2 to ethanol.
0: So, that means making it less pollutive? Or, like, I'm not even sure if that's the right word.
2: Mm, <laughs> not it's too just, sure. It's, Taking it, you know, ethanol... Like, say it again it takes hydrogen so it takes water it takes like a water molecule and it converts true, yeah. it to an ethanol like an like an alcohol molecule so if yes. you mix these compounds what I'm, I'm i don't know what specific compound you're mixing but i'm sure if you extract some compound from a mushroom you can use that to then convert so you have like this shape of a compound and then if you add another one it converts it into another thing and so the other thing is it's like a uh I think Toyota actually makes a car that runs off of is it hydrogen? hydrogen? It's the Miriam, yeah,
1: Mirai or something.
0: Yeah,
2: the Mirai car. So
0: basically, getting away from fossil fuels,
2: fossil fuels and batteries from like uh, electric cars because we don't know how to dispose of batteries from those things properly. Maybe mushrooms will be the answer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and just like extracting like that lithium from the earth is just.
2: Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Fracking is not good. We're taking all this carbon. And I mean, it's a limited resource. So when we run out, we run out. I don't know why mm-hmm. we keep pushing. Oh, oh actually, it's money. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, do not, I, do, I do know the answer why we keep doing <laughs> this. It's money. Never mind.
0: Yeah. Like all this plastic, uh-huh. all this waste and plastic can be, you yeah. know, eaten alive by mushrooms. But yet we have all these waste, like fungus.
2: Yeah. Yeah, let's invest in fungus.
1: I think that we might just be in the beginning stages of all these, which is kind of really exciting. The future is mushroom.
2: Yeah, Jesus. You know what they say? Jesus was a mushroom. (laughs) I was going to say,
1: the future is fungi. Fungi.
2: I didn't know them. Sounds like a fungi. Fungi. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. I'm a (laughs) Funga.
0: My dad just got her. (laughs) We mean. Just based off of all of this stuff, just these top five uses in my, when I like try to correlate them all together, all that, that comes to mind is that, These types of functional mushrooms or just mushrooms in general can literally save our planet, can save our humanity, kind of connecting them all and how beautiful that this is. It's cleaning up radiation. I've also seen stuff about like this oil spill in, I don't exactly know where, but this oil spill from this train wreck, like the mushrooms can eat up all that out of the water and like save the water and just... Can prevent further issues.
2: Yep.
1: It's so, it's just so, exactly. so beautiful. And I just keep saying like mushrooms are going to save the world. And whenever someone says it, I get so excited. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> 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 and they're like, yeah. you definitely do a lot. And I'm like, so many like lion's mane. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: One of my favorite. It's yep. it's so beautiful. It looks like a pom-pom the way that grows there out. There is
2: a spectrum of mushrooms, and we should appreciate the yes, whole spectrum. absolutely. I love that. I love that. Yeah, because uh,
0: Last of Us really scared. Got it. Got it in my mind. Like, oh, well, what if? And then I was
2: like, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 Luckily, it can't affect humans the same way as it does ants, and they based it off of how it affects yeah. ants. So I think I, it's a good story. Love sci-fi. Yeah. I Don't think I look.
1: I. I've seen parts of Last of Us and I get so offended. I'm like, Cordyceps would never do that to us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I want to throw this out there. There's mushrooms and there's mycelium. And it's basically like if you were to imagine a tree would be a mushroom and the mycelium would be the roots. So just the anatomy of that really fast, like really basic. So when we say mycelium, It's the underground network. Like it would be, it would look like the galaxy or our neural pathways in our body. Like if you were to just empty out all of our stuff and just have all our neurons everywhere, it would look like that. And that's the mycelium. And that's the mycelium network that I would love for everybody to create within their communities. And I love
1: how you brought up that word as far as network and combining that because that's really what it is and if you guys have seen super fungi they touch on that as well when they're trying to rebuild the agriculture in i forget the place but they were trying to rebuild the culture and what they figured out is that the mycelium network was actually acting as a network to transport different nutrients to different plants so the mycelium network kind of spread out underground to all these other plants, like the juju bee tree. It created an underground trade system between all these plants. So if one didn't need nitrogen, it would bring that nitrogen over to a different plant and you would see that plant thrive. Like wow. how crazy and how beautiful is that if we were to take that into our everyday life and into our community and we were to share these resources like, I think there's just so much that we can learn from mushrooms, not just as far as the physical benefit, but also just the way that they operate.
2: Yeah, the symbolic, like, nature of what it is, is, is so beautiful, like Stevie was saying. They, they communicate through the ground so that trees can communicate and it, it passes along nutrients and it does a lot of good. There are some bad myceliums, funguses out there, obviously. This is not an all good, not every single one of them are good. Don't go picking wild mushrooms and eating them unless you know what you're picking. Some will make you violently ill and shit your pants (laughs) and some may cause death. So be aware, treat it with respect as you would anything else that you you don't know a lot about, which... Is maybe a, another teaching point for people as well and, <laughs> to treat things with respect when you don't know about yeah. them. And
1: as a reminder that Corey always reminds me too, is that mushrooms are more closely related to us than they are to plants.
2: And it, Mushrooms are in the middle. So we're equally as related to mushrooms as plants are to mushrooms, but that we're closer to mushrooms than we are there you to go. plants.
1: That's yes. E. That's why yeah. he needs to remind me and
2: catch yeah, yeah, me yeah. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it's cool
0: to hear you guys, like, talk about this because I've watched How to Change Your Mind, Fantastic Fungi, and, like, seeing the mycelium and how beautiful that it all works and how you never see a whole bunch of trees alive and one dead because they take care of each other. And just, like, the thought of, like, us learning that from them, you know, it's just, it's so beautiful and and I was curious, while you guys were talking about it, the functional and psychedelic, do their mycelium networks like all kind of interconnect? Or is it just like the network is just connecting everything in general?
2: It's a, It's an individual body, right? So like, say oyster mushrooms, for instance, right? Their mycelial network is an oyster mushroom mycelial network. So whenever it comes to fruiting... Which is basically its procreation. It, it creates this mushroom to release spores so that it can spread its little, little seeds so that it can eat up and create a bigger network. So whenever it, it, whenever it comes in fruits, that, that mycelium network is creating that specific mushroom. So it, you wouldn't get like an oyster mycelium network creating a psilocybin like mushroom. But that psilocybin mushroom would have its own mycelial network that would then, when it's ready to uh, like fruit and, and, and create little offsprings, it would create that mushroom. So the, the mycelium is an individual network, but they all function the same kind of way, you know? So it's like our innards are, are basically all the same, but we, we look different.
0: And and they they're also like telephone lines is what I think I that I I saw on one of yeah. those shows that that's how the trees talk exactly, to each other. They like, talk to each other through the mycelium. So they're
2: like operator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just like imagine <laughs> your brain and all the all the like things <laughs> Hello? Um like imagine your brain and, and everything flowing from it and how if you touch yourself here, it sends that whole Signal back up, and it says oh, I'm being touched here. It's like that whole network that's working would be like a mycelium network, so cool, right? So everything inside of us that is just like those little tendrils of, of neurons and everything—that's that's what the mycelium network would look like. And it's re- it sends information all the way up and down. That's awesome. And
0: talking about mycelium networks and taking care of each other and all of that. If there's any extra, any other things that you'd want to talk about,
1: I encourage everyone to really research mushrooms and see what best fits your life, even if it's not what we offer at Wood Canoco.
2: Also, there's a book, Mycelium Running, and we'll put that in the show notes. But that's a really good one. But it has like all the benefits of the uh, different mushrooms.
0: But I got to get that book.
2: Yeah, so like which ones have been traditionally used for like lungs or liver or what is this? Ovarian stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's super, super amazing.
0: I'm excited for our next episode where we break down our stigmas or not. Our, well, our stigmas or just the stigma in general against psychedelics and sharing our own personal stories. And we get to have you again. I'm excited about it, too. Yeah, thank you for, for being here today. Me, too.
1: Thank you. Thank you, guys, for being such great additions to my life.
0: <laughs> I'm honored. Likewise.
1: Same, same,
0: That was awesome. We got to have your best friend here on here, and we're going to get to
2: have them again. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Stevie, for popping on. Even though you have anxiety, you dealt with it like <laughs> a champ. Yeah. The next episode's gonna be really fun. That's like my jam, and I know it's Stevie's jam too, and it might be a lot of other people's jam, which is psychedelics, and mushrooms happen to be also fall in that category.
0: It was really awesome to kind of learn a lot more of what different functions are behind different mushrooms from fuel to building materials to eating up radiation i was like that blew my mind so and you know i already yeah yeah
2: yeah. absolutely yeah i already knew the
0: medicinal and spiritual stuff you know because i i do that with my own personal practices so it was really awesome to like learn some more and learn this spectrum of mushroom as you as you as you called it exactly so put put (laughs) it
2: yeah and also like continue to learn about different types of mushrooms like that's the, the the things that they can do are really cool but when you learn the individual mushrooms you get to find out even more of what it's capable of thanks to everybody who uh stuck around listened to us talk about mushrooms, and next week I hope to have your ears be ours again so we could talk to you about psychedelics. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Till
0: next time. Ciao. We have so much more to explore and to share with you. Tap that follow or subscribe button to get every episode as soon as it's released. Leave us a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts or spotify and join our wellness community on instagram at quest wellness pod also be an official supporter of this podcast by leaving us a tip the link will be in the show notes this podcast was produced in collaboration by Kinoco chocolates and puka puka creative executive producers stevie Kwa and corey houston producer editor sound designer leah jackson Associate producer, Rafaela Landestoy. Original music produced by Basque. His music is amazing. And we can't forget about the emotional support of our fur babies by Frankie, Ruby, Nugget, and Pucolani.
1: What did the mushroom say to the other mushroom? What? You're a fun guy. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been told. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, yeah coming from the other Yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not as good as... <laughs> The solo fungi.
1: guy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is such a dad thing to do, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Dad to dad. Dad to dad. Guilty.